From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 438, and it is our holiday gift guide for 2020. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace and Good Made Better. My name is Mike Hurley, and I have the real pleasure of being joined by Anna Reinert. Hi, Anna. Hello, Mike. So good to hear your voice. And you. You get top billing today, I've decided. Woo-hoo! Brad's also here. Hi, Brad. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh because I I didn't catch it at first, but once you said you had the real pleasure, I knew it wasn't going to be me. And then I tried not not to bust out laughing right there. That fake pleasure that I usually have. (laughs) Brad is also here with his busted arm. Hi, busted arm, Brad. Hey, busted arm, Mike. How are you? So, quick, just decide, are you doing okay? Yep, all good. Gets better every day, which is what you, I think, want to say when you have a break like this. So, yeah, I think very so. content with, you know, the situation progressing. Mm-hmm. Well, we are, the band's back together and we are doing our 2020 holiday gift guide. I think still with ample time to make sure that you have the gifts in mind for, uh, so what I like, actually, what I like about our holiday gift guide is you can give this to somebody in your life and they can pick things, but this is also a place where if you're thinking, I need to tell people what I want for the holidays, we are now here to give you a bunch of suggestions for things you can tell people in your life to buy you as a pen addict. So... As we have had for the last couple of years, Brad has put together um, some categories for us. And then the three of us have uh, some suggestions in each category. So would you like to explain how we're going to start this thing off, Brad Dowdy? Yes. So we always kind of talk about how do we set up the gift guide episode. And it's worked out better in this format where we just pick a general category of gift. There might be a budget involved. There might not be a budget involved. But instead of doing strictly, okay, what do we buy for $25? What do we buy for $50? Or like, can, what's the best ballpoint? What's the best yeah. fountain pen? It gets a bit right. repetitive. Like, Anna has plenty of articles about that. I have plenty of articles about that. You can find out those things. You can ask us directly. I'm sure Anna would you know, be glad to help you you know, pick out whichever specific pen you want. But these are kind of little groupings if you have less information but still have a budget or just kind of an idea you want to surprise somebody. Um, Some of these are pretty standard ideas. And then some of them came from our Twitch chat the other day, gave us some uh, little one-off categories to feature to have fun with. So yeah, it's pretty standard gift guide setup, I would say, to be quite honest. So where are we starting? The basics and beginner. Yeah, we're starting with the basics, and that's kind of how we'll go. We'll kind of we'll kind of start small, start with the basics, then we'll ramp up into some some weirdness as as we get through. We'll each, um, you know, take the category. We'll each give our own answers, and we'll just kind of rotate through the answers. I'm up first for the basics beginner set, and I put in a little sentence of note for what each category is. This one is build out a kilt a kit for someone. <laughs> Also a kilt. I'll take that's a, a kilt. Category. If that's what we're doing. I wasn't prepared yeah. for no. Scottish I'm not dress wearing today. a kilt. <laughs> <laughs> build out a build out a kit for someone who's just starting to show interest in the hobby. Budget of fifty dollars. So I was thinking, you know, we always have the beginner pen question, but this I thought the idea was someone who is a little maybe just past the beginner phase where they they've kind of got the the hook set and now you got to reel them in. So I went pretty basic on this category. I'll go first and then Anna will follow then Mike on this category. I went pretty basic and I'm kind of realizing as I went back through some of these answers, this is a lot of stuff I want. <laughs> so like this is like this is a very Brad answer. So it's of course the Twisby Eco, but specifically the cement gray one, which I think is 
the big underrated eco of the year. They have all these bright ones. There's a reason it's underrated. It looks like they forgot to paint it. It's amazing. It's the best looking Twisby eco of the year. I love it. It's the best. Yeah. Number one. But to Anna's point, maybe that's why it's still available. (laughs) So that's why I put that on there. (laughs) So you can still find it. (laughs) The most utilitarian looking pen I think I've ever seen. You have to be into that, right? Yeah. We clearly both are, but it is very like... It's but like boring. So the idea is like you may not always be able to buy the person the pink pen without knowing them like the sure. depths of their love for the thing. So the cement is pretty basic, but then it's got that clear barrel and you can put this purple ink in it. Like I put Monteverde uh, Rose Noir ink in it, but you can pick like the, these Monteverde inks are really great. I think Anna will vouch for that. Yes. And there's like 50 colors you can choose and you get that big color swatch in the middle of the eco and paired with the Clairefontaine Triumph pad, which is the most ridiculously priced high quality writing pad out there for five bucks for 50 sheets of the Clairefontaine Triumph. It's really good. I think it's kind of a good setup for a beginner where you kind of get the the one of each type of thing. Uh, well, you heard my comment on the cement gray. Mm-hmm. So fair. I'll let that... I, fair, it's, fair. And he, you know, the... One of the things is that on a lot of websites, the color doesn't like it's very hard for the photographers to get the color balance right because it is the most neutral shade of gray. So mm-hmm. sometimes it looks like the photograph is black and white. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and let, let's be clear real quick. Sorry to to cut you sure. off, Anna, but I want to set this up for the rest of the show. This show started the gift guide started because Anna and I fight over the choices. <laughs> This whole idea of a gift guide episode started because Anna uh, came at me, bro, <laughs> during our first gift guide episode. It was a rebuttal. Uh, yeah, with the with the rebuttal. So this is going to be how the show is going to go. We're going to fight uh, the whole way, and that's kind of the best part of it. So, that's, all right, no, what you got? It's, it's all in good humor. Yes, absolutely. Um, so what I did was thinking about, a, again, a beginner who may already have purchased a pen or two um, that might just like want the next step, you know, again, to get the hooks into them. So I went with an ink sampler kit idea. Um, Ink Journal has an ink sample box. It's like one of those like ammo, plastic ammo boxes that has 10 assorted samples in it. Um, So it's just sort of like a random assortment of ink samples, which I thought it was a great sort of get your, Mm. get into different kinds of ink. It's a great Mm -hmm. way to just try out a bunch of inks. Um, if you haven't kind of delved into that side of the hobby yet. And then, of course, if you're going to have all those inks, you're going to need a color ring. Yes, Ayo. you do. Like, I feel like uh, there should be a bell every time I self-promote. You know what? I, this is so funny. We had the exact same thought. I have a bell, but I don't have it here at home. It's at my studio. But when I, as we were getting into this conversation, I've forgotten. And I got up to go see if my bell was here because I was going to institute the anytime the th- one of the three of us talks about one of the products we make to ring the bell. So Perfect. today we will ring the bell just by saying there's the bell, but there is no bell. <laughs> <laughs> because then, of course, the next step would be to uh, select one of uh, the daily grind nib rubber stamps that mm-hmm. we create mm-hmm. um which is an assortment of sort of familiar to most people looking nibs 
<laughs> but we tried not to like, you know, break any, uh, I guess, copyrights. I don't know if you can copyright <laughs> the shape of a nib, but you know what I'm saying. I think you I'm sure Mont Blanc. Do... I'm sure you'd hear from Mont Blanc. There's a there's a there is a phrase I think it's called trade dress. But mm-hmm. it might it might come under. Yeah. yeah. And so we went we went we we've created so far there are um what six uh sort of standard nibs and then we have three fantasy nibs. Um so the fantasy nibs aren't in the daily grind set, but we also have them. So if you know someone who is particularly fond of octopi octopuses <laughs> We have one named Squidney. Nice. That looks like an octopus, which yeah, is my, I, one of my favorites. I love these stamps. I'm staring at my stamp. I have an ink pad right here. And then I also, uh, I got a shipment from you the other day with a little uh, tester sample uh, nib on there. So yes, I love these things. Highly, highly recommended. Very fun. They're even in my list later, but we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, there there may be a few that are currently listed out of stock, but I got notification today that my new order is on the way, so give it a couple of days, and they should all be up on the site. So, and then my last thing is that if you're going to be playing with ink, um, to get one of the bamboo style dip nibs that are available on eBay. Uh, these are capped, so they are a little less fragile. And the nib, while it says it's glass, is actually plastic. <laughs> <laughs> So while you can still drop it and and like chip the tip, which I have done, um, it's a little less fragile. The barrel is really nice closing kind of thing. They're very popular amongst the staff at the well-pointed desk. Nice. All right, Mike, what you got? Completely different out of left field. And I really tried today to pick not my usuals. Um, but I'm going with a Rotring 600 mechanical pencil and a Rodia web notebook. They are... I thought that was really smart, actually. Thank you. Like, I saw your answer. I was like, yeah, that's a good, that's a pencil that not everyone's going to buy for themselves, right? But mm-hmm. if you have the right person that's into that type of thing, right? It still has to fit this category of like, not everyone's going to like that 600 style. But if you have that person in your life, that might blow their mind. I, th- I feel like the 600... So the web notebook I just picked because it's like a nice notebook, but like it's it's as nice a notebook as any other notebook, but I like them. I find the Rodeo paper to be really versatile and it works with lots of different types. And also the web notebook has that Moleskine-like look so people would see it but immediately understand why it is better. You know, like mm-hmm. the cover is padded, like it's softer, it feels nice even though it's still hardcover and the paper's so much better and it's still got the elastic and all that stuff. So like I think that that's a really good step up for someone who's who's new. And the reason I paired it with the Rotaring is because I feel like the Rotaring 600, it works like a mechanical pencil, but it doesn't feel like any mechanical pencil you've used up until that point. And I think that if you are so inclined, you will immediately understand why it is better. And so I think it's it's a real good product for somebody who is newer to this because I think that it will give them a real kind of like, oh, kind of feeling. So I think it's a good I think it's a good one. Yep. All right. Next category is the level upset. This is for all of you, you pen addicts out there and, you know, you start getting into this stuff and your budgets start to increase and then your your 
the 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 breadth of your collection starts to widen. So I gave us a budget of two hundred dollars for this kit, and this is for your stationary lovers. You know, what kind of things would they be interested in that they're really into this? How can they they add to their collection? So Anna, you have the honors. So knowing right now that most people who might be into this kind of thing are probably working from home right now <laughs> due to some environmental factors that are causing everyone to have to work from home. Um, I picked some things that might qualify as sort of desk accessories. You know, in, in previous years, I think we probably would have mentioned like a carrying case or something mm -hmm. that you can put in your backpack. Well, nobody's going anywhere right now. So maybe it's something that stays on your desk. So the first thing I put on my list is the high tide um, 30 minute sand glass. So it's like a little timer that's like the, you know, like the hourglass kind of mm -hmm. shape and it has the sand that drops through. And I thought that that, you know, if you're looking for some way to sort of convince yourself to do the sort of um, Pomodori method or Pomod I don't even know how to say it, but you know, Pomodoro. What I'm Pomodoro, where, you know, you need to just knuckle down for 30 minutes and get some work done and stop cruising YouTube or Amazon mm -hmm. or whatever. This is a great option. And it's very, it's, it looks nice on your desk. It's very cool. Um, so I thought that would be a nice uh, addition to someone's collection and probably not something someone would necessarily go out and buy for themselves right away. Yeah. Can I make a confession real quick? Sure. So I had this on my personal list, right? <laughs> Just like this is something that I wanted to buy for myself. And then I saw you put this in the notes. I went over to buy it before... <laughs> <laughs> I cheated. I went over to buy it before we announced it in the list. So before it got I cleared cheated. out. That's my confession to make that uh, I had been wanting one of these and I figured, well, now's the time. <laughs> so then the next thing I put on and I did not realize who t this week's sponsor is. So I guess there should be another bell for this, but the Penwell. We, just proving um, that me and Brad are completely, completely absolved in this situation. There was no... Uh, <laughs> So I put one of the Penwell. I really like the frosted acrylic, but there's also a beautiful stainless steel, um, like brushed metal look. And I thought for somebody, if you weren't sure specifically, like that they really like a certain shade of wood grain or something like that. And some of the other um, Penwells are a little more, um, you know, they have a very specific look. I thought the frosted acrylic or the um, brushed metal like would look nice on anyone's desk. It would go with any decor or whatever. Um, but I thought that, again, it's not something that someone would necessarily go out and buy right away. It does seem like a bit of a luxury. Um, so, and then the next on my list is the uh, Yamamoto uh, fountain pen friendly paper collection. We did an extensive review earlier this year on it um, and tested all of the different papers to see how they performed. But I think it's one of those things that a lot of people if they had the $45 to spend on it, would want to try it out themselves and see if they mm -hmm. liked one of the papers better than one of the others. Because mm -hmm. I've seen now that Yamamoto is slowly releasing these papers in uh, like pads or loose sheets of just one or two of the different types of paper. So I feel like it's a good, it's a good way to try something out and then be like, that's my favorite. I love that paper. And I hope Yamamoto has a set of that particular stock um so uh then the last couple items i put on here kind of go together which is this new kurataki um 
Carapo um, empty felt tip pens. So you can fill these pens up with fountain pen ink, or they have like an ink set that's available oh. to like mix your own colors, but an opportunity to play with ink in your own little felt tip pen. So they come and they're c- completely clear. There's no ink in them. And then you take this sort of like little fiber um, pad inside and you dip it into um, a, either a bottle of ink or into a container with some ink in it until Very it cool. absorbs it all. And then you put it in the pen and you can use it. So I put that on the list. And then one of the Colorverse mini collections where you get like, I think it's like four of their little five milliliter mm. bottles. Um, and their bottles are just so cute. They're very giftable as opposed to just samples. And that's kind of the perfect match for the Kuratakis because those bottles are so tiny and super cool, but that felt <laughs> is going to absorb the ink, you know, a lot easier than, than getting your little pipettes and trying to uh, swap over the ink into your fountain pen. So that's kind of a perfect match. Cool. All right, Mike, what you got? All right. So uh, I think that really a very good level up for people is the Studio Neat Mark one. Straight up one of my favorite pens of the last few years. I use one probably every day. Um, I think if you're coming from any type of rollable or fountain pen, uh, fa- sorry, rollable or ballpoint pen, this is just an excellent addition. Um, it's $65, but at $65 is just excellent value. Um, I-, I really think that the Mark one is just a superb product. Um, I think that Studio Neat did a great job of it. Uh, I will pair it with the Pano book. Uh, get a two-pack for $40. This is my favorite. It's, just, it's like my favorite notebook of all time. I use it constantly. I absolutely love this notebook. It's so useful if you work on a desk with a computer. Like That's where it really shines because the form factor means that it will sit between you and your keyboard very nicely. Um, and, I, and I love having a notebook available to me constantly in a fixed position right so i don't have to think Mm. about it if i need to take a note of some kind so big fan of those two products get ready for the bell theme system journal Ding, ding, Uh, ding, ding. i would say (laughs) that the theme system journal is a great product uh because i made it uh version two (laughs) is very is 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 coming very soon we still have some available if you go to cortexmerch.com you can get some under version one but version two is just around the corner I don't want to toot my own horn, but I think that version two is better than version one in basically every single way. Um, but the the, uh, the inside layout as such is basically the same. So if you want to jump on the cheaper version, you can get it now because the new one will be a bit more expensive. Um, but it's because it's a higher quality product um, than what we've made. So it is a great way to keep track of how you're doing throughout the year against the selection of goals and or thoughts and or themes that you have set for yourself um so yeah i will talk about the new theme system journal on this show uh in a few weeks time once we've actually got the new one so i want to i want to talk with brad brad has one um and i want to talk about it a bit more uh in detail we'll do a whole thing Uh, i think a nice step up for people if they're coming into fountain pens is the lamy safari Safari is the best. We all know that. This is something the three of us can all agree on, is that the Lamy Safari is the best Lamy, and there's no question about that. Wow. Uh, I think the Lamy Safari, Lamy Safari is a genuinely great pen uh, because it comes in a bunch of colors, and it's one of those pens, there's a reason that it's sold in so many um, 
like office supply stores because not only is it a great pen, it looks like a step up. You know, you see someone mm-hmm. use a Lamy Safari and you're like, oh, this person clearly knows their pens. Like if you don't know anything about pens, that's kind of how you look at someone, I think. It's got that kind of look to it. Um, and look, I love them. I use a Lamy Safari all the time. I mean, granted, the Lamy Safari that I use is a Rushi coated, but nevertheless, <laughs> it, still, <laughs> it still performs in the same way that a Safari would. I think it's a shockingly good fit for the rest of this set, right? It's like the right answer to go. Like if you're buying all of this together, mm-hmm. even though you, like you have the Mark One, you have the Safari, it kind of fits with everything else, I think. I think it's so. Kind of cool. And then my last one for your Lamy Safari is grab a bottle of Robert Oster ink. Robert Oster inks are my favorite ink collection. Personally, I, I love the colors. The performance of them is great. And there are so many of them. The only thing I don't like is the bottles. Um, because they're plastic, I'm always terrified I'm going to knock them over when I'm filling <laughs> up with them. Yep, yep. They're a little bit tall. And I, I have that in my next selection too. So my my level upset, I'm a very, uh, I have a very fountain pen theme going on here with all of my stuff. I guess that's what I'm thinking about right now. It's like, what are the things that I want? And I put because you can't use fountain pens. Right I know. Now. That's true. why you just lost enough the things you want. Yeah, that's probably very true. So the Leonardo Memento Zero, I picked specifically the green blue rhodium, despite the terrible name, it's a beautiful pen. But you can pick any of the Leonardo Memento Zeros. And if you're someone who's, you know, getting into fountain pens and you're trying to figure out what that level up, you know, pen is going to be for you, I think the Leonardo Memento Zero is kind of right in that category. You know, it's $160. It's not cheap by any stretch of the imagination, but relative to the other pens on the market i think it's just a really really good value it's a great writing experience beautiful well made and then i match that up with robert oster deep sea ink it's kind of in that that matching theme that bluish green to go with the the green blue pen and put that all with an endless recorder notebook i think the tomoe river is always a really good step up for fountain pen uh, users when they're starting to get into things and see the unique features that Tomoe River Paper offers. You know, maybe you find out it's not for you, but most people with fountain pens and fountain pen inks tend to have their eyes open a little bit how that paper operates with this, um, you know, with a fountain pen. And I think that kind of setup with, you know, a new pen, a cool ink and a great paper, I think uh, is a really good level up option. I'm just sitting here trying to come up with a better name for that pen. It's since the since the moment it launched, I have been like my it makes my eyes pop out of my head (laughs) because it's just called green blue and then the trim name green blue rhodium green blue gold well it's there's the full thing is leonardo (laughs) memento zero green green i couldn't do it leonardo memento zero green blue rhodium it's not a good name no No. it's not at least (laughs) it's you know they could have called this one loch ness monster and then we everyone would have been happy oh totally yeah because it does it's like when I looked at it, it's like Jade C or, yeah. you know. Anything but green blue. Green blue rhodium. Luckily, it's a stunning looking pen. So we'll give it a new name. The naming. Yeah. And everyone <laughs> Call us. All right. This episode is brought to you in part by Good Made Better. 
We all love using great pens, but sometimes great pens aren't very user-friendly. This was the situation that Dan at Good Made Better found himself in. He wanted to use his favorite pens for work, but he was genuinely taking quick notes and found himself spending more time capping and uncapping his pen than actually using it. He figured if he could fix his pen cap in one spot, he'd have simple one-handed use of his pen. So he could pick it up when he needed it, put it back when he didn't, making it so much handier. And if it's handier, he'd use it even more. This is where the pen well came. The writing tool that makes capped pens as handy as click pens. The pen well sticks to your desk with a micro suction pad. The pad is repositionable and reusable, so it can be cleaned if it gets dirty and you can restick it down. It has a soft foam insert that grips and holds onto your pen cap so you can cap and uncap it securely with one hand. You just simply rest the pen back in the cap between taking notes. This makes threaded caps even more convenient because it will hold onto it. Plus, your pen is is so secure that it will no longer be rolling away. You're not going to have to chase it down. It's not going to fall off the desk. And it's always in the same spot, so it's easy to grab without ever needing to look for it. They offer a couple of different models, the Classic and the Traveler, in different materials and finishes. And this is available right now. And then also, as we spoke about last time, the Kickstarter campaign for the Penwell Craftsman is going on right now. Um, I absolutely love my Penwell products. I've been using the Craftsman for a couple of weeks, and I really love it. But just the regular Classic as well has been a fixture of my my desk for a long time and look we didn't pay on us to say this she already told you as well earlier <laughs> in the episode how great it is they also offer a skeptics guarantee if you don't love it within 30 days they'll buy it back and pay shipping both ways but chances are you're gonna love it because penwell is a unique and genuinely useful tool to help make the pens that you love even more enjoyable to use if you want to make a good writing experience better head to goodmadebetter.com and use the code penaddict for a 15 15- discount on your Penwell purchase. That's goodmadebetter.com and the code PENADDICT for a 15% discount on your Penwell purchase. Our thanks to Good Made Better for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, the next category is something we've never done before, and this one's called the Mega Set. This was an idea from Twitch chat. Basically said, if you had unlimited budget, what, what kind of stupidity could you get into? Would you do something crazy? Would you just do you know, just like really up your game on your, your desk and, and make it just like the perfect thing. Would you buy the chaos pen in, in Mike's case, you know, what would you abs do? Pen. <laughs> the abs pen. I thought about putting that, but uh, I, I wouldn't want to, to wish that on anybody. <laughs> so the mega set is your, your budget uh, unlimited category. And Mike, I'm going to go first because I screwed up the order here, but if I change this one around, it's going to screw up everything else. So, right. uh, this, you should be going first here. I, I will admit to well, my, I went to first the in the ad, ways. I guess. So that's how that okay. works out. Okay. There you go. We're tired of hearing you. So take a break mm-hmm. for a minute. So <laughs> I really, when I, I put this category down since we didn't know, I mean, since we've never done this before, I really didn't know how to answer. Should I put the chaos pin on down there? But I tried to just go with like, what's a really expensive kind of outrageously priced pin, but I think is really cool and unique. And the Visconti Homo Sapiens Blizzard, ever since they launched that a month or two ago, has been stuck in my head. Again, this is my shopping list. So all listeners take note that the Visconti Homo Sapiens Blizzard has my interest peaked. And it's, I, I can't stop looking at it. I want to try this one out. Like this is an expensive pen at $636 for Visconti Homo Sapiens. That's about right. 
but I still have a hard time with that budget not testing out beforehand. So that's something I'm going to be looking into. But if you know someone who's really into this stuff, this would be a huge surprise. And then you have to pair that with a Masubi notebook, one of the specific ones, the Peruvian one, where the uh, Peru- Peruvian natural cotton colors, it's this black and white, or it's really kind of a black and cream color cover. Um, I'm obviously a huge fan of Masubi. We all are here on this on this podcast and love what uh, Daryl does for the company and the brand. And I think that's kind of the great matchy-matchy situation with um, the the pen with the blizzard and then the ink was kind of hard like this is this has been my move for this whole gift guide you know pen ink paper and the ink on this one I was thinking what's the most is there a thing is like the most expensive fancy ink out there and there's really not right there's not like this elite crazy expensive ink I mean maybe the, like the Louis Vuitton ones they used to make I don't even know if they make these make them anymore but those were like outrageously priced. It's like, what kind of stupid ink trouble can I get into? Then it hit me. Je Herbal. Je Herbal. 500 milliliter bottle of blue myos- mysotis. Mitosis. <laughs> the, mitosis. My, mitosis. No, myosotis. My, myosotis. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, I was like, that's big enough and dumb enough to put in with the un- unlimited budget, you basically get unlimited ink with this. And I would actually use that with the Blizzard. I think that would be a cool, I think blue ink with the Blizzard would be pretty cool. Cause I was thinking what ink even goes with that Blizzard pen. And like, I couldn't do black with that. Black would be too simple. So uh, I think a good blue might work well with that. So that's, that's my setup. And um, you know, if anyone needs my shipping address, just let me know. <laughs> All right, Anna, what you got? Okay, well, uh, in keeping with the I didn't play by the rules at all, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> I didn't pick mm-hmm. out a pen, a notebook, and, and an ink. That's good. Um, I um, selected items that, I, again, thinking about like a lot of people are working at home. Um, and if I were to, say, buy something for one of my pen friends who I know have every single possible pen that they want, and I, would, I wouldn't risk, even if I won the lottery, buying them a pen that they already had. Um, I decided to go with, again, like accessories and things like that, which would probably be something that they would not have or maybe didn't find on their own. So the first thing I found was called the schoolhouse lap desk. So it looks like those old time um, wooden school desks, but it has like a padded um, like pillow bottom. So you can still open it up and put things inside of it and then close the lid so you can sit it on your lap and use it on the couch or in bed or wherever it is that you may you may actually be doing your Zoom meetings. And you feel <laughs> so fancy. You feel so fancy. Yeah. And a little like you were back in school. So the oldie cool. Zoom meeting. <laughs> I'm a lap desk fan. Like I, I'm a perennial lap desk user. This is really cool. I thought that one was extremely cool and I, I found it purely by accident um, because it came from a place called Victorian Trading Company, which I would never have looked for um, on my own volition. But a friend of mine uh, was applying for a job with them. Hmm. And so we pulled up the website and and I was like, there's some, they have some really, there's some really cool stuff in here, stuff I've never seen before. (laughs) So there was a lot of joking, like, why was she applying for the job? I should have been applying for it. (laughs) Um, But I said, no, you get the job and then you can hire me. And so... 
In keeping with Brad and the ridiculously expensive ink, I chose one of the um, miniature sets from Jacques Gibbon. Jacques. No, this is the Jacques line. Oh, this is the full name. This is so fancy. Yeah, Yeah. this is so fancy. It's the full name. Um, But they have like a little, basically like their sampler set of like four or five different colors. And, you know, I think it's when budget isn't an issue, spending $84 on ink samples seems totally (laughs) reasonable. Absolutely. That's a deal. It's a steal. Um, But uh, there's also a Three Oysters um, DIY ink starter kit where you get like 12 different colors and like empty vials. And so if you want to be all like sciencey and make your own ink, because mm-hmm. my friends are all on the top of the fountain pen companion ink list. So yep. picking out an ink for them is almost impossible, but if they can make their own, I think that's totally legit. Ooh. So what do they do if they come up with a good one on their own and name it out of a mixture? Do they get to put it on, on FPC? We'll have to, we'll have would, to ask Jesse about that. Yeah. Jesse. That's that's is exactly who I was thinking of when I, when I added this. I'm like, what would I buy for Jesse? Because I sure wouldn't buy her a pen. I'd probably buy the wrong one. Yep. Um, but yeah, getting a, it, this kit was like, if I had the money, I would totally do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next thing that I put on the list was the uh, Karen Dosh Paul Smith Super Color Special Edition pencil set. Yeah. Because buying like eight colored pencils for $35 just seemed ridiculous to me. But it comes in a cool little tin. And the colors are very pretty and super Paul Smith-esque. So, and then last, I did actually put something that is like carry it with you thing, which is a superior la- labor engineer shoulder bag Hell in yes. navy stripe. Mm-hmm. Their bags are so cool. So it's like the wish list of when we can finally go places again. Mm-hmm. Like this, to Brad's point, this is if I was putting together my unlimited budget christmas list (laughs) this would be on it so yeah this would probably be on my too. mine too i'm a superior laborer super fan like i have like one thing of theirs but i love looking at all their stuff it's so amazing no i have two i have a bag and a pouch you have a bag too i have like no not like a big bag like they have a large pencil bag with like a dipped Mm two-tone thing on there i'll have to show it to you it's great um yeah so yeah good stuff all right, Mike, I was interested to see like I like the challenging categories like we have Anna on here, number one, because she's smarter than both of us. She makes this <laughs> gift guide way better and way more interesting. But then I feel like, OK, I can put together some of the weird stuff and interesting. Like, what would I do with an unlimited budget? But then I kind of feel like I wonder what Mike would do. So I was curious to what you would uh, say about this. So what do, what do you have for the unlimited budget items? Well, what I like about this round is the three of us all approached it completely differently. Mm-hmm. So Brad approached it as, here's some stuff I would like. <laughs> Anna approached it as, like, what do you get for the person who has everything? And I mm-hmm. approached it as, I am going to give you a selection of the more expensive products that I own that I think are the best. So mm-hmm. I wanted to pick Good. things that only I had used as my way of of getting this across and it's like all right so here's the stuff that mike has which is really expensive but he loves so one of them is just any sailor pro gear king of pen Mm -hmm. there's no particular one that i will tell you to buy just find the one that you like the look of the most 
I wouldn't even say to you, like, I have a 1911 and I have a... Uh, so I would even say go for the 1911, just any sailor king of pen. Um, they're both fantastic. I, I wouldn't even actually really tell you that Pro Gear on 1911, which is better, because they're pretty equal to me, especially when you get to yeah. that size. Um, just find one that you like the look of and go for it. You will not be disappointed because I just think it's like the best pen ever made. Um, th- then I will go for the Platinum 3776 Galaxy Starlight. Mm-hmm. This is a very pen. special pen. I adore it, but it is monumentally expensive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, long-time pen addict listeners will know that this is the pen that broke for me immediately. Remember mm-hmm. the nib snapped? The nib, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it got fixed, and what I like about this pen is this is as close as I could get to the classic black with gold furniture pen. Yep. But it's got rodden all the way through it. Every every <laughs> inch of it is covered in rodden, <laughs> right? Like, that. this is as close as I can get to, like, the black pen society, right? Um, <laughs> and I adore it. I absolutely love it. Uh, the nib is just stupendous. The nib is specific to this pen. Um, it is, I yeah, I just, I get such a kick out of this pen. Um, and it's a very, very, very special pen to me. And even though it was frustrating that, that it had a bad start, I love it all the more for that because now this pen has a story as well. Um, there's a story for why I bought it. And then there's a story. I, mean, I treated myself to this pen uh, after I believe it was the fifth year anniversary of Relay was when I bought this mm-hmm. pen. Um, and so uh, it has that. But now, honestly, I don't, as I, said, I don't even remember that so much because I just remember it as the pen of like, oh, it, it, it broke. Um, so, uh, which is fun to me. Um, for, uh, if I was going to recommend to somebody like an indulgent notebook, it would be the Nanami Crossfield because it is just a big, thick notebook full of Tomori River paper, which just to me, it just feels like an indulgent thing, um, which I, I, you know, I really love. Can I say it is one of the best priced unlimited budget products out there. I'm still surprised it's only 28 bucks. Yeah, I don't understand it because I feel like mm-hmm. I would pay twice the price for this notebook. So I don't know mm-hmm. why they charge $28, but I'm pleased that they do. Yep. Um, when it comes to inks, I love orange inks. Uh, and one of my favorite orange inks is Mont Blanc Lucky Orange. Mm-hmm. And it's also not easy to get. So if you can get this, you'll be happy. Yes. And then the last one, I just wanted to include one more ink thing. So I went with like buy a whole collection, a 10-piece collection <laughs> of the Monteverde Sweet Life inks. Um, we have five or six of these at home, and I love all of them. They are really good. Yeah. I, 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 will, I have the the mango, and it's just great stuff. That's uh, You and Honor are big fans of the ink sets. I was looking at those, and I, I couldn't quite pull the trigger on any but man now y'all y'all are uh selling me some stuff on this gift guide the sweet life is so good yeah the sweet life um i had the the i mean mine was in the 10 piece box set when i got it and initially there were a couple colors where i was like oh these aren't as like exciting as some of the other ones like the Mm. iced cookie and um mango and some of these really bright colors there were some that were like the pumpkin and uh there's like a uh, brown. I can't remember what 
what sweet pastry they associated with the brown one. And I was like, oh, these are, hmm. And then October and November roll around when you think, you know, the leaves are changing color. And I was like, oh, these are great. The pumpkin's perfect for this time of year. So. Yep. It's a good set. Yeah. Again, Monteverde, underrated inks. Like, it's it's a surprise. Y'all get on that. All right. This is another category that came out of Twitch chat, and I kind of loved it. Um, You know, to... Everyone who follows us, listens to us, you know, knows some of the other things that we're into, the other hobbies that we're into, um, and we're wondering if you were also into that hobby or someone that you know was into these hobbies, could you buy something that matched the hobby? So, for example, Mike, I told him to pick a stationary uh, match to a keyboard or mm-hmm. his keyboard hobby. Mm-hmm. If you knew someone that was in the keyboard hobby, what type of pen would you buy for them? Or what type of stationery, I guess, in general, would you buy for them? What kind of matchup could you do? What kind of crossover? This is difficult because mm-hmm. it's not like as simple as that. Yeah. Uh, so what I would say is, I don't have like a particular product that I could recommend, but what I would say mm-hmm. is the great thing about the keyboard and pen hobby is how much design there is in these hobbies. So, like, keycaps are full of every color possible, right? Like, every combination is possible. So, like, one thing that I want to do, like, as I get further into this, I want to take, you know, I'm trying to take good pictures, right, of keyboards. And one thing I thought that I could very easily do and will be doing is matching up keyboards and pens and as, like, like pens as, like, set dressing. Because I know that, like, for any keyboard i have i have a pen that will match with it color wise so that's one thing that i would say is like these these two hobbies are, are quite uh, they overlap in interesting ways because you can pick things for your own personal aesthetics one thing that i have put in the notes which is kind of in a offshoot of this is a keyboard for pen users now this is a mm-hmm. keyboard which you cannot buy right now because uh it had a sale and that sale is over which means at some point in the future you'll probably be able to buy it but it's called the j01 and the reason i have in of of, uh, i put a link in the show notes to a website called geek hack which is where people put what is called interest checks and information about keyboards this is how you you put it up there see if people want it if enough people want it you make it and hope people will buy it kind of thing and the reason I've included this is you'll see when you look at the pictures of this keyboard, there is like a metal rail along the top mm-hmm. of the keyboard. That is a pen holder. Oh, nice. that's super cool. Yep. That's super cool, yeah. I'm really bummed out that I didn't get one of these. Uh, I, I believe that they were sold by Raffle because this is the keyboard hobby is just wild when you start digging into it. Like <laughs> the, the, the commerce situation in this hobby right now is is bananas like everyone's Mm -hmm. trying to catch up with the increased um desire and demand and it's just it's not really working out for anyone at the moment but it's gonna get there you know it's it's scaling uh but i hope to be able to get one of these one day because it it is a beautiful keyboard um and it's produced by somebody who is in the uk as well and so i would like to be able to get one uh but yeah this is a really really nice looking keyboard and i love the idea of there being a pen rail on the top yeah, that's pretty cool. I love seeing nice, that. Nice, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and my hobby or, you know, side side thing is, is sneakers, of course. And 
I think I could, it's kind of like keyboards. It's like a weird, raffly, infighting kind of thing that can kind of happen with the with the sneaker community for like limited editions mm -hmm. and, and all this similar. stuff. Oh, there was one thing I wanted to mention though, real quick, yeah. is I just want to put this out there. You know, hey, all my answers and pen makers, it's time to start making keycaps. <laughs> I'll tell yeah, you right now, like some of these people that we know that produce these absolutely beautiful acrylics, mm -hmm. start looking into keycap making because all you need is a mold. You just get, right? That's all it is. Mm -hmm. And you can get mm -hmm. the mold. You can buy molds really easily. Mm. Just saying. I'm in. There would be Count an overlap big time. Yeah. Count me in. So I think kind of like you, Mike, I want to take a picture of like, you know, what pens kind of match up with my sneakers and you know some of the the most classic color sneakers ever are michael jordan's sneakers the jordans uh, are just known for their black red and, and white and i have a pair of jordan 11s which are very outrageously uh patent leather black uh red and white and i've been shopping i've not been shopping i've looked at this one pen that i put in here it's a limited edition that's still available but they're they're not that easy to find anymore it's the aurora optima cento 100th anniversary i've picked this pin up at several pin shows going man this is my kind of pin i really like this the style you know i like the aurora optima is one of my favorite barrel shapes yeah this is a you brad dowdy pen like yeah it really that's is a, yeah that's a me pin and it really matches with the shoes so that was like my matchy matchy combination you know if i ever got that pen it'd be i'd be taking a a picture with these sneakers for sure so yeah it's very very cool i i love that pen and uh god yeah i i shouldn't have done this episode <laughs> <laughs> this one always costs us money yeah for sure all right anna what you got okay so i i snuck in <clears throat> my own recommendations mm -hmm. to match y'all's hobbies oh to speak a little southern yep. Um, and for Mike, knowing about his keycap habit, his, his, uh, keyboard habit, I found the Retro 51, uh, typewriter pen, yes, this is very which good. Oh, has good. keyboard, you know, vibe to it. And I think they are now available in a couple different colors. So there's like one with uh, red trim, one with mint trim. And then I think there's one that's just sort of all metal. And if I were to buy Mike a Christmas gift this year. This was would probably be what I would get him, knowing that he probably hadn't gotten it yet. I had not. Um, but that is that's a fun. That is a very fun suggestion. I like that a lot. And it kind of goes. So it, it would it would be the kind of gift where it was like I recognize both of your hobbies in one item, and you might be like rolling your eyes, <laughs> like, oh yeah, okay, I've been <laughs> nailed by my hobbies, but at least there was an effort made to like recognize all the things that you do. Mm -hmm. And for Brad, I remember some of his extremely colorful uh sneakers that he's worn at various events and so mm -hmm. i found um a um 2021 hanging calendar that has the same sort of color feel as some Oof. of the sneakers i've seen him wear and i so i thought i think he would i think brad would dig this <sighs> this is totally his you know and kind it's... of his aesthetic and kind of goes with all of that and then i also found a tokyo glow in the dark Furoshiki, which is actually the wrap that they use to like wrap gifts. And um, when they're taking things to people, they'll wrap them in these like very large oh, handkerchiefs. Yeah. 
They're just like a very large handkerchief, which you could just use as a handkerchief or as a, you know, um, you know, tie it around your neck or, you know, put it in your pocket as, you know, that kind of thing. It's just like a really nice and it's beautiful and it glows in the dark. And again, reminded me of Brad's like the aesthetic that he gets into for his, yep. his sneakers. And it's got so. Mount Fuji on it. And like you said, it glows in the dark. I, yeah. This is this is a problematic episode for me. So, so yeah, those are awesome. Thank you so much. I, I love them. And I, it's funny. I've been talking about like wall and desk calendars recently. So I might have to uh, break it, break this one out. I love the colors on that. It's awesome. Yeah. And the site, that particular site called, it's a little Atsu, which is a shop in Portland mm-hmm. that specializes in all kinds of Japanese stationary kind of vibe had a lot of really cool stuff. It was very hard to pick just one. I'm like, oh, you like this one. Oh, I think you might like this one. Oh, I kind of like this one. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of that going on. So That's anyway, awesome. uh, so for my particular category, there was a lot of question marks about like, what would I pick? Would I go with my knitting hobby? Would I go with my uh, penchant for all things Star Wars? Um, but I realized that when I get on the whole Star Wars thing, I start to get angry because there are no good <laughs> Star Wars pens. There's at least one or two. There's one or two, but they could be so much better. That's an entire episode. That's a whole episode. Like all the pen makers who have licensed with, with <laughs> LucasArts, call me. Uh, I have thoughts. <laughs> um, but so I decided to choose instead the crazy cat lady vibe. Yes. And the first thing that I found, which was what led me down this path, is the Le Chat uh, fountain pen by Tools to Live By. And... Amazingly enough, engraved on the nib is a little cat face. It does not look like the one that I did for my fantasy nib, which we call <laughs> Shadow. But it's really darn close. And I was like, oh, <laughs> money. So that just led me down this whole path. So again, Beth. being stuck at home, um, I found a cute cat USB humidifier and diffuser <laughs> that just looks like a little cat head. And I was like, okay, well, that that goes right into this oh, category. Oh, that's cool. And um, uh, Yos- uh, Yoseka Stationery in New York made their own custom washi tape called Esther's Paws. And this is going to make me choke up a little bit, but I used to have a Siamese cat named Esther mm. <laughs> who passed away a couple years ago. And so like, as soon as I saw the name, I'm like, I'm going to have to buy a roll of this because it's mm. Esther's Paws. She was a Siamese and their cat, I guess it's their shop cat, um, mm. is like a calico, but still. They're Esther's paws. That's awesome. So, and there's tons of like washi tape out there that are, that have cat themes. Like MT always makes great ones. I found one called Neko that I really liked. Um, I found a, a cat roll up pencil case from notebook therapy that um, they have a ton of different designs. So you can get one that looks like a calico. You can get one that looks like a Siamese, which is what sold me because I have a Siamese named Rosie. Um, so I was like, Oh look, I can get it. Cause I have one of those other, um, pencil cases. That's the one where you slide it down and the top of the case unzips and the pen mm-hmm. sort of pop out of the top. I have one already that looks like Lucy. So <laughs> I'm going to spread the love a little. Um, and then I found some erasers that are like, shaped like cats and they're like instead of just being like a flat cutout like a lot of those like cheesy erasers are these are like Mm -hmm. sculpted into like three-dimensional shapes Mm. so they're like little black they look like little black silhouettes um of cats in various poses and i thought they were adorable and oh that's awesome 
If you have anybody who's into cats, there you go. I have taken care of their stocking stuffers and Christmas gift lists. <laughs> awesome. I love that list. So next up, I, I see I, I screwed up my uh, order again. You're because really I'm bad at round continue. robin, Brad. You're just yeah, like so I'm, bad. And the next one's wrong after this as well. I normally the take one this after very seriously. Wrong. Yeah, I normally take time. this very seriously, but Mike, I have a broken wrist. Okay? Oh, here we uh, go. Here we go. There it is. There it is. He got <laughs> to drop it in there. <laughs> but yeah, because now like the goal is to have the last person not have to keep talking, but now I've ruined the whole thing. So, well, you know what we, we can do? You know what we can Mike, do? Mike, do you want to go first? What if I take a second break now? How about that? Okay. All right. Does that work? And then we can give yes. Honor a moment before uh, we put her back on the spotlight again. My apologies. some desk accessories. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Make your next move with Squarespace. They will let you easily create a website for your next idea or project with the ability to grab a unique domain name, take advantage of award-winning, beautiful templates that you can really use to show off your great ideas, and so much more. No matter what type of site you want to make, I guarantee Squarespace has the tools that you're looking for. They really, really know how to give you everything that you're going to need to put your next project or idea online. If you want to make a blog to share your thoughts, you can do that. Maybe a portfolio to share your art, you can do that. What if you need to create a site for an event or for some kind of online thing that you've got going on? They've got all the tools. What about stores? You want to make a store for physical or digital goods? Easy peasy with Squarespace because they are the all-in-one platform that will let you do any on all of it. They've got nothing to install, nothing to patch, nothing to upgrade. They take care of all of this stuff so you don't have to. Squarespace have got you covered and then they back it up with award-winning 24-7 customer support. They really are the best. It's why... Both me and Brad have been using them for like a decade at this point. <laughs> Squarespace have the tools. They make it easy. And they're always adding new and great functionality. Their apps on iOS are super good. You can manage things. And you know now with like their iPad app, you can design and edit your entire website there as well, which I love. So their plans start at just $12 a month, but you can sign up for a free trial today with no credit card required. Just go to squarespace.com slash penaddict. You can try it out, and then once you're ready to launch your site to the world, you can get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain and show your support for this show by using the offer code PENADDICT at checkout. That is squarespace.com slash PENADDICT and the code PENADDICT for 10% of your first purchase. Our thanks to Squarespace for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. Squarespace. Make your next move. Make your next website. All right. Our next category is favorite desk accessories and this can be you know storage organization tools things like that i honestly think this is kind of the best gift giving category for pen addicts because like anna was mentioning it's really hard to buy someone else a pen you know knowing exactly what they like because you know that's a it's number one it's a big expense and number two it's a very particular custom customizable thing that you know you really want to perfect for someone and pen addicts such as myself tend to put their budget towards pens and maybe the desk is an afterthought so what kind of cool things anna can you help pen addicts with you know around their desk or with storage or things like that well i went with um let's hope that there's a positive outlook for 2021 <laughs> and i went with calendars so um, I found two very distinctly different calendars. One of them is the High Tide Penco calendar. 
It's an A4 size, and it is classically utilitarian looking, um, would be perfect in a shop or, you know, workshop space. Um, but if you have a very simple aesthetic, it's great. And they, one of the suggestions that they made was to actually clip it onto a clipboard and then hang the clipboard up. And I think that's just, it would look so like mm -hmm. all business kind of vibe. Um, so it's, I just really like it. And it's just a monthly calendar. And I think everybody needs that calendar that you can glance up at as you're doing your meetings or whatever and be like, yeah, next Monday is fine. Looking at the calendar and knowing you have four days left or whatever. Yeah. And it's 12 bucks. I mean, it's kind of like yeah. a no brainer. It's, it's really a no brainer. Cool um, and, and it avoids that whole thing of if you don't know what someone is into, like what their other interests or hobbies are. Um, it's just a simple calendar. It just does what it needs to do. It doesn't have, you know, pictures from the MoMA or, you know, views of Italy or anything like that. <laughs> um, but if you know what someone... Or like those inspirational things, like cats holding on to a tree branch. The, and, yes, exactly. Yeah. Although if you know that that's what somebody is into, I was on Etsy for a good half an hour. And if you type <laughs> in 2021 wall calendar in the search field, oh boy. there are tons of possibilities so if you know that you have a friend who's very into a specific sort of aesthetic or art you know they love plants or they love astrology or motorcycles or whatever whatever they're into you can find a calendar that's gonna like fit that niche and would look really nice on their wall it's sort of instant art um but then the last one i found was the shin nippon sora calendar which is a a page a day calendar, but it has the phases of the moon like on the calendar. And the way that the paper is, is very translucent. So you can sort of see the next day mm. underneath. So as you're peeling them off, you see like the moon waxing and waning. It's just, it's so beautiful. I was like, this nice. is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And it tells you like when certain stars are visible in the sky and what they mean and things like that. It just, I was like, okay, this is super cool. I want one of these. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. So like I look at those two calendars, right? And I want the high tie pin code for myself and I want to give all my friends the, the Sora calendar because it's just awesome. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. All right, Mike, what you got? All right, so for this one, I kind of went along the lines of like good stocking stuffers. And mm -hmm. I thought of these products for some for pen people, but also kind of like just for people that like nice things. Um, people need knives typically for box opening. You can mm -hmm. get by with one of those little ceramic cutter things that you can get on Amazon, but why not get a nice knife? And I have a nice knife. It's by the James brand. It's called the Folsom. I love this knife. It's super sharp, but it looks really good. And that's what I like about it. Um, so it is my favorite, uh, packaging destruction knife uh, <laughs> and I, I really really love it. it this was something i bought this a couple of years ago and mm -hmm. i've never looked back from it it's a beautiful thing um and it's just like a nice object to have on the desk it also yeah, great. doesn't look like a normal knife it's like i have like a fluorescent green one um I'm not into like the knife design, you know, like EDC, mm -hmm. like it's not for me. Um, yeah. And the James brand make products that I think look really stylish without looking aggressive. And so I'm into that. Yep. 
and then the 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 knife people vouch for them too, right? Yep. They're really good quality. That's not like you know how you can sometimes not you can find the knife maker that's just really like, oh, this looks wild and crazy, but it may not actually be a great knife. These are actually great knives. You yeah, know, and from um, a, a lot of knife people, very well respected. They just did a collaboration with Aaron Draplin. I saw that. Yeah, I, I didn't that. get that, but Steven did. Yeah, I didn't either. I, already, I have that little knife, though, the Elko, which is um, one of my favorite little pocket knives. Yeah, I I had no real need for another, um, but, but like super, 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 super good. Really love this product, and, and the brand is super nice. Uh, next up, Field Notes. Super good stocking yeah. stuffer, like for anyone, you know? People like little notebooks. People like pocket notebooks. Field Notes come in so many uh, designs. Um, they, they are just like a really good stocking stuffer product, I think. Um, and they have so many different styles now uh, that I'm pretty sure you could find the right little notebook for somebody in your life. And then uh, because Brad hasn't rung the bell himself so far, <laughs> I will ring the product bell for Nokco products, bar ding, none, ding, ding, the ding, best ding. way to store your pens. Um, mm. I have in my backpack a Sinclair with four pens in it, four of my most loved pens, couple of notebooks and I put some enamel pins on the front of it because they go right through mm -hmm. the cases really nicely. Mm -hmm. um, excellent. Just just superb products up and down, but with the Sinclair being my personal favorite. Nice. Yeah, really I'll 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 self uh I'll I'll self talk about that. I'll the high tower and the chimney top and some note cards fit really great in a stocking. Mm -hmm. And you know, very inexpensive. We've been selling a bunch of those recently, though that little combination. So I wonder what, what people are up to. So yes, thank you, Mike. And uh, I definitely approve that. Um, I picked something that I didn't think I would like. And I've ended up really, really enjoying it. And it's the Ugg Monk Gather. So I got to meet uh, Jeff from Ugg Monk virtually this year. We started talking just like businessy stuff because he runs his own business. And we were talking about knock products. I, don't, I forget what we were talking about. And we ended up trading a bunch of products. Like I sent him a bunch of knock stuff. He sent me a bunch of Ugg Monk stuff. So I didn't have to pay for this. And the gatherer is like this moddable desk accessory to hold all kinds of different things. And I didn't think this is something that I would find super handy on my desk necessarily. And it turns out I was wrong. I reach mm -hmm. for the things I have in this little contraption all the time and you can move the different components around and you, there's like places for pens and you know vertical pen storage and you can put your set your phone in there and you can have note cards in there and have all these little things and you can arrange them how they work best for your desk. And I find it to be like super functional and, you know, really cool looking on my desk. And uh, like I said, I didn't think I would necessarily like it. Like it's expensive. It's not cheap. It's $149, but it's got a really nice walnut base. It's, it's heavy and dense and it holds all the things very nicely. And I'm surprised at actually how much I use it. So uh, it's, it's very cool. And I would recommend that for sure. I wonder what you were going to say about this. I've always mm -hmm. seen it, and it's like it seems like a really nice product to me, but I don't know if it is something that I would yeah, use. Totally. Like, I didn't, like, I knew about it, right? And I, you see all the pictures, and you're like, yeah, cool. Like, I don't know that it's for me. And the things that I keep in there 
are things that I reach for all the time that don't necessarily have a home. Like my pocket knife is in there. My binder clips are in there. I have a set of pins that are in there. My phone rests on there when I'm at my desk. And it just turned out, it's like, huh, I'm actually using the thing <laughs> that I didn't think I would. So mm. that's that's what makes a good product for, you know, I think, you know, when you you see it, you you understand what it is, but you're like, you know, I probably wouldn't use that. And then you get it and it turns out that it's actually pretty fun and functional. So there you go. Hmm. All right. I wanted to make sure this will be a, a little bit of a longer segment, but we'll kind of we'll kind of go through them here. I want to make sure we talk about all our small maker friends and companies that we work with directly, we have used, we can you know, send other people to, and it would be really great places to do your shopping this holiday season. It's always great to support smaller businesses. And, you know, we're obviously huge, huge supporters of all these types of businesses on the Pin Addict and I know Anna as well. So the first thing I put on my list was the well-appointed desk shop. Now, I was assuming Anna would put a couple of things in there ding, ding, of ding. her own, ding, but ding, I wanted I wanted to make sure because I use several of the things that she makes, and the one thing that she brought up in the beginning, and I refuse to take this out, <laughs> even though she already said it, the daily grind rubber stamp set is something you should get. Like it's just cool to have fun with these stamps and throw ink on the page or the Colodex cards or anything you want to use for these little stamps. It's just a cool thing to have for your notebooks, for anything you want to do. Um, I found so much fun out of the little stamp that I got sent. And I just, I think it's really, really neat and you should buy those. The more recent thing that I saw her doing, being the Star Wars nerd that her and Bob are, um, is the do or do not notepad. Oh my God. It's really, really smart. You know, it's definitely got, uh, it's got some Mandalorian vibes, got a little baby Yoda going on there. It's a do or do not checklist. It's kind of amazing and super well done. So all the stuff, all the stuff on the well-appointed desk shop, you should go check out. And like it's stuff on my desk right now. And, you know, even if I didn't love Anna like I already do, I'd be using this stuff. Like it's it's such good stuff. So you should go check that out. You guys are making me blush. Oh, <laughs> you deserve it. Like people Thank who you. do awesome things should be told that they're awesome. That's so, that's my rules. I'm going to put uh, in a little aside here. We mm-hmm. um, did open an Etsy shop because one of the issues that I have is not doing a lot of international shipping through mm-hmm. Big Cartel, which is the, the service that I use to host our online shop. So um, Etsy makes it a little bit easier to do international shipping okay? Uh, because they they do some, um, the, the pricing is just better for the international shipping. Mm. So... Um, there is an Etsy shop available. Um, if you see something on our regular shop, on our big cartel shop that is not listed on Etsy, you can message me directly and we can build a custom listing for you. And the same thing with the Skylab letterpress Etsy shop. So if you see something in the, their shop um, and something in our shop, like you just send me a list of what you want and we'll put together a custom listing and it can be shipped out from either Skylab or from the well-appointed desk since they are both run out of the same 12 by 12 square foot <laughs> space. 
Do they do yes. that thing? Um, is is it like how eBay does it, where you can send it somewhere and they'll send it on? Yes. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool actually the way that eBay do that, and so I'm not mm. surprised that Etsy have a similar thing. Yeah, cool. I got I did get notification from the shipping service that I use that they're starting to add some some of that um, export uh, simple export rates. Um, so it sounds like they're going to start doing some of that mail forwarding as well. So hopefully come 2021, we may be able to do more of the shipping from Big Cartel because our, generally speaking, the shipping prices that I get from my shipping service is better. I'm sorry. This is a lot of how the sausage gets made. I'm but, sorry. Yeah. Look, we care about shipping that. I wouldn't is, have asked is if our I biggest think it was thing. interesting. <laughs> um, but so we're going to try to get more of it back over to right. the Big Cartel site and to sort of have one place where you can order everything. Um, but right now, like Etsy has made a, a good avenue and it's also a good way for people who maybe had not found our shop otherwise to locate us. But there is a link in the shop now under shipping and international to the Etsy shop. So if you have trouble finding it. Awesome. So speaking of Etsy, I want to give a shout out to some of my favorite stationary zines. These are perfect stocking stuffers. stuffers. So you have the Pencil Revolution on Etsy, you have the word distribution. I support both of those as well as less from comfortable shoes studio. She has her Ko-Fi shop coffee shop uh, for useful journaling. I've been getting all of their zines. It's kind of like my new little thing to do. I enjoy reading those things. Um, I also want to give out, give a shout out to Angela at inky converters who runs one of my favorite Fountain pen friendly stationery shops. She makes killer stuff, killer, uh, killer stickers and pens and buttons and lots of fun little items. I've ordered several things from her in the past. And also, um, we're going to talk about, we'll have a, a billion links into here to all of our uh, favorite pen makers, but I went down the machined pen makers path here with Shown Design. Um, these are people that, you know, we obviously love and make really cool things. I'm not going to break down all of their offerings, but Shown's um, pocket pens and pocket fountain pens are some of the best. Will at Tactile Turn does a great job. Um, the new the new safety safety oh first God, pen so is <laughs> like I'm I it's 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 a battle of will no, uh, no pun intended to to not buy that pen. It's really really good. That's probably going to be like one of the super hot stationary gifts um, this year. Uh, spoke design um myself and my partner brian who is the the brains behind Same. spoke design we uh we have some awesome pens and pencils for you to check out uh matthew martin's fountain pens his machined work is just stunning really cool designs cool shapes cool materials and last but not least for me a bag maker who I discovered earlier this year, reload bags out of Philadelphia, make one of the coolest bags that I've bought for myself in a long time. I bought a messenger bag, but they have tons of all different sizes bags made there in their shop in Philly. Super awesome people to work with and uh, could not rec recommend them more. If you have someone who's in into bags and things of that nature, um, definitely give them a look. All right, Anna, talk about yourself okay. some more. No, no, no. I already did that. You guys no. already heard all that. Okay. I will I will say this much. Um, there are a lot of new products coming. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, because of the whole pandemic, we've had, you know, things just take longer than we expected. Mm -hmm. But there's new stuff coming. There's new old stock 
coming. There's, I mean, uh, I want to, I want to tell you guys everything, but I think it'll just make <laughs> everything worse. Um, and anybody who watched uh, Brad's Twitch yesterday, <laughs> that thing is real. Problems. That thing is real. It is coming. Good. It will be limited edition. And in regards to how much it costs to ship that darn thing, twelve dollars. Oh, that's better. Minimum than I of twelve dollars. I would have guessed twenty. Be honest. Well, I was able for you to ship it through the like, <laughs> what is it? B like priority mail B or something yeah. like that. And the yeah. fact that I could put it in the priority mailbox and just leave it flat <laughs> saved me a little heartache. I'm sure that's probably not what they intended those for, mm -hmm. but it worked. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's coming as well. That will probably not be available until the probably the first of the year because we have some other irons in the fire that we have to um, take care of. But save up your pennies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So all right, who else on, you want to give a shout out to? I want to give a shout out to all the little guys. Yeah. All the little shops, um, because I'm kind of on a please try not to buy everything on Amazon this year kick. Personally, it's just a personal thing, but I mm -hmm. feel like it's undermining all these little shops who put so much effort into curating these beautiful collections of products and um Everybody is struggling to survive through this pandemic because they are just not going to have the walk-in customers that they normally have at this time of the year. So my first shout out will be for um, the Yoseka Stationery, which we've mentioned several times already, Little Atsu, Hakubundo, uh, Rikumo, Rikumo, Rikumo. It's another Japanese vibe. They have a little mm -hmm. office section on their website that has some really cool stuff. Um, I'm going to get to ones that I can actually pronounce. Hold on. <laughs> um, Omeo, which is a shop out of Philly, um, which is another sort of more Japanese stationery. Um, Shigori Inks, who of all of the pen shops that we talk about the, doesn't get mentioned a whole lot, but they kind of really focus on ink and they have, every time I go to their site, they have an ink I hadn't heard of before. Is it go Team Go? Um, but then Greer Chicago, wonderful stationery shop. Uh, Gentleman Stationer now has his own curated shop. Notebook Therapy and Bomb Cushion, who we mentioned earlier because of the superior labor. All right, Mike. This was, uh, I went machine pins for all the makers we want to link and for everyone to check out on gift guides. What do you, what did you put down for this category? I got in the document first so I could mm -hmm. put this in because I figured Brad <laughs> would otherwise. Uh, shout out to some of my favorite, our favorite artists and pen makers. These are the people that make just the most beautiful pens you'll ever see that also perform fantastically. So I'm talking about Canalea Penko. You know, Canalea, they make just beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful Hawaii-inspired pens, and they've had a real banner year in 2020. Just a couple of really just excellent releases that they've had under their belt. Uh, Carolina Pen Company, Jonathan Brooks. Jonathan is like, at this point, you know, I don't want to say anything about anybody else, but this industry <laughs> is revolving around him now. Mm-hmm. What Jonathan does and has been doing is setting the tone for a lot of people in this market. Um, you would assume that Jonathan's been around forever, but he hasn't. Uh, and he really does just produce 
some of the most exciting pens you'll ever see. And it is no surprise that so many companies are working with him now, right? Like Leonardo, for example. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Jonathan really does make just some of the most incredible things. And the pieces that I own of his, and I use that word very specifically, by the way, (laughs) are just some of the most incredible things I own uh, from just a craftsperson perspective. Just really Mm -hmm. stupendous. Uh, Woodshed pens. Beautiful. Really, really fun, great designs. Uh, so I, I I have I don't remember the model name, but it's like a nebula like design uh, mm-hmm. that I I absolutely love. Um, and then also Newton pens. Sean Newton has been doing this for a long time, and my favorite thing about Sean's work is not necessarily the the barrels that he uses. Um, or the 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 designs, like the the visuals of the pens, but it is the absolutely wild and very special pen models he produces. Mm-hmm. So that that I think that's what really sets Sean apart is some of the barrel styles and mechanisms and all that kind of stuff that you'll find in a Newton pen you don't find elsewhere. So they're some of my favorites. Uh, of the autism pen maker world. Awesome. Yeah. We'll have a long list for y'all to, to scroll through and yeah, the and show notes are more we can, can, can bananas <laughs> massive this week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like, so we're to gonna the point that I'm worried some podcast apps might break. Like that's kind of where <laughs> we are at this point. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll break them up with only one or two more links here because we're on our last question gang. And I don't get to answer this question because I'm making you tell me what left-handed friendly stationery should I ask for from my two favorite left-handers, Anna and Mike, now with me being a left-handed dominant writer, what, what's the left-handed friendly stationery I need for Christmas? Well, I have. Well, can I just jump in real quick on sure, it and just go say, for it. J- just because I want to stand up for all left-handed people, is Brad. You know what? You friggin' use your right-handed stuff like we had to. All right, exactly. and you deal with it. <laughs> anyway, so now I've got that out of my system. Anna, would you like to make a recommendation? <laughs> Funny, I was going to say the exact same thing, which is we use exactly the same pens and pencils and notebooks and really everything else that you do. Mm-hmm. No way, no way. We do. It's I true. Don't you. <laughs> but if you want some lefty centric products, um, one thing I forgot to list, which is that I'm pretty sure uh, Write Notepads still makes their lefty notebook. Mm, that's right. But you can also use basically any notebook. Just flip it over if you don't want. I was just about to say that again. No, Brad, you don't get it. Just turn your notebooks upside down. (laughs) Yeah, you just put a sticker on the on the side that you start with, Mm -hmm. so that you know that's the front now, Mm -hmm. which is what we've been doing for decades. Mm -hmm. But my other recommendation is I prefer colored pencils, like a red blue copy pencil, or just a red or blue like. Um, Prismacolor color race mm-hmm. instead of a graphite pencil because it doesn't smear as much. That's actually genuinely smart, good advice that I did not think about. And having a love of those pencils already, I have them sitting here. So I'm going to go get some of those out and uh, and and 
put them into the rotation because yeah, I love those. You can also put that lead. They have uh, red and blue lead that you can put into mechanical pencils too. So cool, cool. All right, Mike, what do you think? What do, what do I need to to do as a as even, a new lefty? Even though I know from talking to you and from reading refill that you're very much like oh, I'm going to use all other types of pens. I know you're not going to mm. make it through this entire period without wanting God. to dive back into fountain pens more because mm. I just know you. You can't stop yourself. It's, so when you, you do, saw my wish list, <laughs> yeah, when you do. Use Pilot Orochizuku ink because okay. if long-time listeners will remember, I tried out a bunch of inks and this was the best ink that I could find from uh, color choice, quality, and dry time. And and I still use Orochizuku inks today because I've found that the quality is great and they dry fast and that is important. So... That's a, that is a um, of all the fast drying inks that I tried. This was the one that I liked the most because most of the stuff that is like specifically made for this, not great. Which is kind yeah. of getting back to that point that we that we were joking about, but it's true. Like a lot of the stuff that is like made for left handed people, it's like it doesn't it doesn't work. And also, if you <laughs> if you have had to use products for right-handed people, the left-handed people products don't work for you because you've already like built up muscle memory and ways of getting around stuff that then you end up just needing to get back around it from the other direction. So it doesn't work. This is true. I love it. In regards to ink, if you're having dry time issues because of the left-handiness, um, Things like the white lightning from Van Ness can mm-hmm. be added to existing ink to get it to dry a little bit faster. Oh, okay. And also staying away from uh, Tomoe River paper for a little while because it takes forever to dry. That is a fact. That has been yeah. put to the side. You might just try one of the other papers. There are lots to choose from. The You use the, <clears throat> the Midori a lot, right? The MD? Yeah. Yep. That's probably a better option. The Midori cotton is really good. Yeah, so that's I'm using the MD right now is pretty much my main notebook. So yeah, it's been great. So yeah, I use Tomoe River paper purposefully, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, right? Well, you know what to expect and where, what to watch for and and how to use it. But yeah, going in blindly to Tomoe River could be a frustration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Well, y'all are awesome. Thank you for uh, helping me out there. Uh, And it's all in good fun. I love doing this. I love having this episode. I love having Anna on. We were talking before the show that we haven't had Anna on as much because we haven't been as at many pin shows this year to where we can do preview shows and post shows and live shows and all these things. So thank you for coming on, Anna, knocking this gift guide completely out of the park. Thank you mm, thank so you. much. Yes. Thanks for it's having me back. Pleasure. It has been far too long. We said this before we started today. We realize that we haven't had you on the show because we haven't been to pen shows and mm-hmm. uh, we're not going to ha- make this mistake again in 2021. So we'll have you back not too long. If you want to find the show notes for this week's episode, go to relay.fm slash pen addict slash 438. There's a lot of them. We have done our best to put all of the products recommended in that list so you can go through and find what you're looking for. That's where you also find links uh, to everything at the well-appointed desk and that Anna's doing, along with what Brad's doing, along with what I'm doing as well. So I'm not going to do my usual thing. What I will say is uh, Brad, twitch.tv slash penaddict, Tuesdays, Thursdays, 10 a.m. Eastern. 
That's the one little bit of extra promotion mm-hmm. I'll give Brad for thank you. today. Uh, thank you so much to Good Made Better and Squarespace for their support of this show. And uh, we'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody.